Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazda Vorlenberg, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Apparently, we're learning new things about StreamYard that we didn't even know while trying to while trying to be idiots before the show starts. Well, we're always idiots before the show. You know what I realized? I've learned this two it's weeks true. ago. I've had a lot happening in the last two weeks, but apparently yeah. with Max, if you make an emoji with your hands during uh-huh. FaceTime, it will like, well, now it's not doing it. It's supposed to like duplicate Perfect. the emoji. It happened to us during a CHGO show. Mario did a thumbs oh, up okay. and a little thumbs up bubble, and we're like, what just happened? How did that happen? But now it's not working. Yeah. I think this one does too. Like you do the Taylor Swift heart. No. Okay. They're not working. Screw it. I don't know. Back to the drawing board. Hey, Jay, <laughs> if you could not take up uh, two seconds of our podcast. I'm sorry. About Taylor Swift. I'm sorry to offend I'm you. I'm very triggered. <laughs> I'm sorry to offend you. <laughs> Middle-aged white man. I'm sorry you're upset. <laughs> uh, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. As always, make sure you're following us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, I think that's everything. We've got the YouTube page, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Go there, watch our videos, like our videos, subscribe to our channel. This would be a good episode to watch on the YouTube as well because uh, I'm back from Disney, and this is going to be pretty much me talking about all the food I ate in Disney with a lot of good pictures. So uh, if you've been waiting to check out a YouTube episode, they drop every Tuesday. So check it out, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. We've got our Patreon, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. And I'm wearing my brand new Jason from Oshkosh inspired I'm Fat Podcast Waffle House design available now at I'mFatMerch.com. I got it in brown. I figured that was the right. I think that uh, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I got to have a, I got to have some speaks with our friends from T Public. I ordered a shirt to wear to Disney uh, because yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to Disney, but everyone there has Disney mm-hmm. stuff on. Yes, I have been to Disney. And last That's time all I, I would like to say about my time in Disney. <laughs> and last time I went, I'm like, I am the only person in this entire park without a Disney yeah. merch. So I bought this um, like Peter Pan skull design. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Their double X's are enormous. Oh, they're, that's not the way I expected that to no, go. No, they're like, they are swimming on me. And make your jokes about how I've lost weight or whatever. But still, when I shop, I'm a double X. That is my standard. That's what fits me in everything. There's a massive gap between XL, which I'm wearing, which is a little bit snug, as you can see. I'm not totally mm-hmm. comfortable in it. And the double X, which is like wearing a parka. I'm trying to think of the last time I fit in an XL. I think you might fit in like a not even as a joke. Up. I'm legitimately trying to figure it out, and I don't know what it is. Uh, this is definitely an exception. So yeah. anyway, maybe 
back end of college? <laughs> no. Maybe just after college? I don't know. It's been a minute. Yeah. Well, make sure you check out our sponsors to Mazda of Orland Park, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. We're going to tell you about all of them later in the show. So, okay. I spent, what were the days I was there? Sunday through I have no clue. Friday. <laughs> Sunday through Friday, I was in Disney of last week. So we arrived Sunday afternoon, got home late uh, Sunday night, or, or Friday night, rather. So a lot of food eaten, <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of things done. This yeah. episode is going to be about the food because there's a lot. And, and a little disclaimer here. First of all, to my traveling companions, uh, Hope and Addie, and of course, Brian and Sarah and their daughters. We all went together. It was wonderful without Brian and Sarah being there, like kind of running, mm-hmm. like cubing the, the whole trip. It would have been totally different and less fun. Sure. And more chaotic, and it was totally smooth because of them. So thank you to them. And if you want to uh, plan a Disney trip, you can hit up Sarah at Just Add Magic Travel. I can give you more info on that later in the show. Um, but it was a wonderful trip. But we went, and when we went, it was the Festival of the Arts at Epcot. And those of you familiar with Epcot, it's giant. And mm-hmm. in the World Showcase, every little country had their own little booth with their own little food samplings. And we had a lot of them. Here is the, <laughs> here's the pamphlet with the food listings. Okay. Uh, we just call it for fun, Farts, because it's Festival of the Arts. So Farts well, yeah. is the natural, <laughs> it's the natural yes. thing to call it. All right. so Farts are always natural. Of course. So I'm going to start with, I'm going to end with Epcot, because that's where the most stuff we ate was. Okay. All right. So we get there on the first day and we go to Disney Springs because the first day you don't usually have park passes because it's a half day. So whatever. We're going to go kill time at this mall, maybe spend some time in the pool. So the first thing I ate, Rick, in mm-hmm. Disney, and I think you would appreciate this, was barbecue. <laughs> nice. So we went to the Polite Pig in Disney Springs. And we got the Slider Trio, as you can see there on your screen. This is the Southern Pig, which is their pulled pork with fennel apple slaw, tangy mustard barbecue, and Duke's mayo served with a pickle spear. The only thing I took off was the pickle. It was excellent. The Fried Chicken Slider, which is sweet and smoky barbecue, a very little bit of mayo, pickles, and coleslaw served with a pickle spear. Also great. And the low and slow brisket slider, prime biscuit, pimento cheese, porter barbecue, pickled jalapenos, and onion straws served with, you guessed it, hell yes, a pickle spear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but dude, let me tell you, one of these was better than the last. The chicken one was incredibly crunchy and crispy. The brisket nice. was like, where you bite into it, and there's, you don't even have to pull. It was just so mm-hmm. tender and perfectly cooked. And all that yes. stuff going on with the uh, pulled pork was just amazing. It was just. I was a- going to say the the apple slaw sounds great because, like, I'm not obviously with the 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 mayo aversion yeah. against a lot of slaws, but an apple slaw that's more like apple vinegar based, like hell yes, sign me up for that. And I, I'm going to tell you, I had a lot of slaw on this trip. 
was kind of surprised really? by it. Yeah, like I, because a lot of times, like you're just like, hey, we're gonna order, you know, we're gonna order quick food from here. Like, is that cool with everybody? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, does this thing sound good? Yeah, that sounds good. And then maybe it's got something on there that you didn't expect. But like I've been doing all year, I just kind of was like, I'm just gonna wing it and see how it goes. So that the plate pig was the appetizer, the nice. meal that we had all been looking forward to the most, and we had it on our last trip. And I talked about it last September when we went, or September of 22 actually, the last time we went to Disney was Raglan Road, and Raglan Road is like a, a traditional Irish pub, well as traditional as you get in, in Disney, um, with like live music, live Irish dancers. And just a giant menu of great stuff. And I have been dreaming about the fish and chips I got from there, basically since we left last time. Now, I don't know if that picture does it justice. (laughs) That plank of fish is covering like a 12-inch long plate. That's like an an ovular, ovular, ovular? That's probably the word. Ovular. Ovular plate. But crunchy crispy breading on it the fries were terrific of course got a guinness to go with it because you have to Mm -hmm. those are the rules uh and and i was so done i was so sick on monday on that day monday and i was tired i had two hours of sleep because the hawks had played a west coast game the night before yeah so i drove out to darien to sleep over at my in-laws' house because my, my father-in-law was taking us to the airport. Got about two mm-hmm. hours of sleep before we had to get up and get to our flight. And and I was sick. I was just done. When this meal was over, I was just completely toast. Um, but it was great. It was everything I'd hoped. Addie got her barbecue salmon, which is her favorite thing from there. She's been talking about that for months. Uh, I was really glad that she got to get her favorite thing again. It was just, it was a, it was really a great experience, um, as it always is. And we also ended the meal with a Bailey's shake. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we had a couple other experiences at Disney Springs on our last day. Cause again, last day, you also don't have, uh, park tickets, right? Whole day. Yeah. So you got to find something to do. So we hit up Summer House Bakery. Because everyone says to go to Gideon's. Gideon's is like this really famous cookie place. There's like an hour wait line to get into the bakery. And Brian and Sarah have had it. They love it. But we just, we're at Disney, man. Like, I don't have time to stand in a line. I know it sounds funny. I don't have time to stand in a line for an hour. I'm at Disney. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's stuff to do. And I don't want to spend that much time just standing still waiting for a cookie. So a nice alternative, if you're there, to Gideon's Mm -hmm. is Summer House. And here's these. Uh, you're looking at on your right. Ooh. That is a chocolate chip cookie with little cuts of Rice Krispie treat. Yes. Yes. Cut up and spread yes. throughout the dough and baked. Mm-hmm. Then on the left of that mm-hmm. is a cookies and cream brown sugar Rice Krispie treat. Oh, that high-end Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, that was absolutely amazing. Uh, we got incredible. We got two of those on the trip because the, we went there the first night when I wasn't feeling good. Hope mm-hmm. just ran in and got some cookies. Um, and then I got to show you the thing that I had. This is not from our plate because I took a picture when we went back. They had an mm-hmm. orange dreamsicle cookie. Ooh, okay. And it was just great. It had that nice 
combination of crunch with soft. And it, they're, all these cookies are giant. They're all huge. Yeah. And just wonderful. Well, that one, like, below it, like, bel- like on the lowest level of those yeah. three, that <laughs> looks like a monster. That's a huge bitch. Yes. 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 That's it, 100% what that is. It's absolutely huge. So that was wonderful. Uh, so, yeah, like, Gideon's is the place that everybody wants to go. And we have an email. I'll address it uh, later on in the show, too. But it's just like, mm-hmm. I look at that line, and I'm like, I don't. Can I just give someone 10 bucks to get me a cookie? Like someone in the front of the line. Yeah, right. I'm sure that happens mm-hmm. a lot. Like, hey, bring me one of these, you know, and I'll stand right here. I'll pay for your order if you bring me one out so I don't have to wait. Right. Because what, I mean, there was another place in Epcot that was like this Japanese restaurant. It's like $400 a person. I contend there's no food that good. Correct. Right. Like, think yeah. about the greatest meal you've ever had. Mm-hmm. Would you have paid $400 for it? No. No. And I think no. that's, like, before drinks. Like, that's... And you know every drink's going to be 30 bucks, Right. Like, no. Like, even... So, I, I realize there's, you know, alternatives and some that are better or whatever. But just, like, I think the most expensive individual item I've ever had was <laughs> yeah. my my steak at Gibson's when Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Holmes took me and Tony Gill and was like, get what you want. Mm-hmm. Tony, have a real steak. <laughs> and because <laughs> that was when Tony thought every steak was the same quality as what an Outback steak is. Yes, all steaks are the same. Be- I'm Tony Gill. Because he's Tony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and that was like uh, somewhere between a 50 and a $60 steak. That's like the most yeah. expensive individual item I've ever had. And even that, I was like, like, I was like, this is weird. I feel bad. Even though Lawrence is paying and like was basically like yelling at us to like get something nice. Well, yeah. I mean, I was just like. He appreciates what you guys do and knows that it's not something you can usually do. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, but yes, I, and I, I get that. Like, okay. But even the best steak, when compared to a not great steak, like, I see what Tony's point was before he had a Gibson steak. Like, well, it's steak. Like, it's good. You grill it or you broil it or whatever, and it's tasty. It's more about the prep, really, than anything. But no steak is worth $400. Even if some dickhead goes and sprinkles some gold on it or whatever. Like, (laughs) come on. No. Right, throw all the buzzwords in there. It's Wagyu and all this whatever. Yeah. Well, like that's great. It's good. It, I get it. Like there are like I prefer a ribeye to a fillet, and there's differences, and I get all that sure. stuff. But no. yeah, no, no, nothing is worth like a car payment. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no thing, no thing that will result in poop can <laughs> be worth a car payment. <laughs> Yeah, this poop is much more valuable than my last one. <laughs> All right. Last thing from Disney Springs. This is the last thing we had before mm-hmm. he left. Uh, Jack Lindsay's hangar bar. Jack Lindsay, for those of you that are not Indiana Jones historians, was the pilot in Indiana Jones. Started off with the Queso Fundido. Ooh. This was kind of like a tapas style place. Ever pa- like, imagine ever passing up on Queso Fundido, by the way. Yeah, we, we had it twice on this trip. So that I recall, I'm yeah. sure there were more. So there's the, uh, you know, very traditional chips and salsa with uh, the mm-hmm. queso fundido. 
These are the El Pastor tacos. You can see the uh, pickled uh, red onions with the pineapple mm-hmm. slices and, or sorry, yes. the diced pineapple and the jalapeno on top. Very good. These are the snake bite burger sliders. These may have been salad. The best thing I ate at Disney. Really? A I, salad? I had no expectation for this. It was like, yeah, let's get the sliders, let's get the whatever. And you know what my stake my my stance on on burgers, right? They can only be so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yes. it was. Or gourmet beef sliders with tomato bacon jam. That probably helped. Uh, mm-hmm. shredded lettuce and cheese. That tomato bacon jam. Yeah. It was a massive game changer because it was almost like a salsa. I, it's hard to describe. It was interesting. So good. The bun was soft and you can see the bun is toasted there. Mm-hmm. It was just great. And then we got their wings. Wings Those look like big wings. They were, they were pretty big. They weren't giant. Maybe that might be, uh, that might be over detailing them, but they call it the St. Augustine Daytil pepper sauce. It was a very interesting, almost like a Korean barbecue flavor on it. Um, but that was really good. Um, so, yeah, that was at Jack Lindsay's um, hangar bar. And lit- again, like just a place we walked in, sat down, like right by the water. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just grab something before we go. No expectations. And that that burger was fantastic. And I look, I had a lot of good nice. stuff on this trip. <laughs> Yeah. But and I don't know. Maybe I was starving. Maybe it was something like that. But it was among the best thing. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to say it was the best thing I've had when I had like a hundred things. Sure. But it was certainly up there with the best. So if you're out at nice. Disney Springs, the food there is terrific. I like going there because they got mm-hmm. good food, lots to do. I'm like a retail and, guy. I like and shopping. probably not not quite as insane. Just because you don't have a lot of your traditional stuff there necessarily, just because it's it's more uh, it's not as much of a park. Oh yeah, in terms of crowds. Yeah. Yeah, I would compare it to going to Oak Brook on a weekend. Okay, so that's fair. There's people, and you sometimes have to sure. navigate around them, but it's mm-hmm. it, very very rarely was I frustrated or felt overcrowded there. And I'll okay. say too, in yeah, general, because this yeah. this week. It, because of the week we chose, it wasn't bad at all. I'm sure it's it's like a good time because it's post-holiday, pre-spring break. So people have probably traveled for the holidays if they're going to travel. And they might not do it again until their kids are on spring break or whatever. So you are in kind of a sweet spot. It was. And you also had MLK Day the week before. So even that True. extended weekend that blood in the last week, even mm-hmm. that would have been a little bit of an increase in the parks a little bit. So right. it was great. I'll get to the like the rides and stuff later, but uh, we had a great time. Like in terms of crowds, I got to pee next to Eli Manning. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> did you? No. Nah. Well, did you did you peek? I think Eli was with a child, so he was accompanying uh, only, I could assume only that would be his child uh, that he was attending to in the bathroom. Otherwise, you stumbled on a large story. So, (laughs) (laughs) Kid, blink twice if you want help. Uh, No, it was, uh, I I, I don't know. I didn't look too closely, but he walked into the bathroom and I looked around me. I'm like, did anyone else just see Eli Manning go into that bathroom? 
And uh, I actually said out loud, mm-hmm. like, did anyone else see that? And this Disney guy goes, I didn't see anything. So I walk in, and he's like two stalls over from me behind his son, nephew, whatever it might have been. And I, of course, didn't say anything. Code, you don't talk to anybody in yeah. general. Um, right. And he walks out, and I saw the guy who had told me he didn't see anything was the guy who was, like, tending to his party. You know? Okay. I saw, I guess, Jason yeah. Kelsey was there uh, this weekend, mm-hmm. too. And I think uh, Jalen Johnson was, went to Disneyland, I think, this weekend. Oh, okay. So there okay. were there was some, you know, it, it's very easy for them to hide, though. Like, Disney does a good job of not, like, everyone move aside. Like, they try to just keep it tight. They keep yeah. the party moving. You know, Eli had a hat on. So, I mean, he walked right. Okay. We went like this. So we made eye yeah. contact. I'm like, okay, that's certainly Eli Manning. But otherwise, mm-hmm. he would have totally blended in. But, um Nice. That was cool. All right, we got more to get to. I know I'm throwing mm-hmm. a lot at everybody. Um, I'm sorry. If you need a drink after this episode, and I wouldn't blame you, <laughs> head on out to Lockport and visit our friends at Nick and Ivy Brewing, 1026 South State Street. Family-owned and operated. I kind of had a, bl- a brain glitch there. I'm like, do I give out the phone number? I don't think I give out the phone number. I don't usually give out the phone yeah. number. Who calls places anymore? I don't know. <laughs> well, don't call them. Go visit Paul and Chrissy out there at Nick and Ivy in Lockport. Great beers. Whatever you're into, craft beer, micro brews, macro brews, pails, <gasps> sours, <laughs> anything. <laughs> Whatever kind of icy alcoholic beer, uh, hop-infused beverage you like, they've got it for you at Nick and Ivy. And what I love about Nick and Ivy is the vibe at that place. There is no pretension. It is a neighborhood bar with craft beer quality beverages. You will love it, guaranteed. If you love live music, every Tuesday there's an open mic. Every Friday and Saturday, live acts come and play their stage. And you can bring food from any of the great restaurants in the area. I recommend Taco Heaven, but there's a ton of great stuff right around there. Visit them on social media, Nick and Ivy Brewing on Facebook and Instagram, and nickivybrewing.com. That's 1026 South State Street. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, to the next park. <laughs> All right, where are we going? We are going to go, as I queue up my photos, we are going to go to, let's do Epcot. I talked okay. about this There's place. There's one park that, that, that triggers me just because of uh, some PTSD, but uh, I might mention it if we get there. Oh, you know what? I can't go to, I'm not going to go to Epcot because that's all the World Showcase stuff. So I'm going to save that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to uh, yeah. Hollywood. This okay. is this is a short one. So this is the Disney uh, or the Star Wars area and the Toy Story oh, okay. area. <clears throat> so we went to uh, Ogus Cantina, obviously, got some drinks there. They were all great. We had stormtroopers come through the bar as we were in there. And uh, the music playing. They, they did play that a little bit. They did play the Ben Finn for music oh, no. a little bit. Um, <laughs> but there is like there is like a robot DJ in there. That plays music that is Star Warsy. It's very cool, and okay. you talk about like the immersive experience of I am in a Star Wars movie. Ogas sure. is is that. So 
we're there. We're at like a stand up table having our beverages and two stormtroopers come in and like the DJ stops the music. You know, it's like this whole thing. And the DJ mm-hmm. says, they're here to keep us safe. You know, it's joking around. Stormtroopers yeah. are going around interrogating children. You're like, have you seen nice. any resistance fighters? And kids are playing along. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so went there, got our drinks. Wonderful experience as always. And then we went to um, Ronto Roasters, which is what this is the coleslaw thing I was telling you about. So this is a pita bread sandwich. Look at all the coleslaw in mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and there that is a, a sausage, obviously. <laughs> Very clearly a sausage sure. right there. I ate every bite of this, and I don't know what I thought coleslaw was, but I have to say, Rick, if this is what coleslaw is, mm. it was very refreshing. See, that looks very not mayo-y. Right, it wasn't. So this is called the Ronto Wrap. It's uh, roasted pork, grilled pork sausage, peppercorn sauce, and a tangy slaw wrapped in pita bread. And it was not like very, it did have like a thinner like a vinegariness mm-hmm. to it, yeah. Very little mayo. Taste like if at there's all. if there's a if there's a vinegar based slaw, I I would I would probably give that much more of a a try. But like just just off of appearances, and obviously go to the YouTube to uh, check this out. Yeah. But I almost wonder if the further north you go, the more the coleslaw is added to the uh, is added to the. The man is added to the coleslaw. Jesus, yeah, the, I have the glitch now. No, the may, I'm still what you're saying. Like it gets more mayo-y as you go north. Yes, that you might be right, but I'm thinking like all the times we get barbecue sandwiches, like pulled pork or whatever, and mm-hmm. we always say no slaw. I would imagine that this is the kind of slaw that's on there. Okay, because again, all this really added was a, like a crunch and mm-hmm. a like lightness and a coolness to it. Um, okay. It just complimented the thing very well. And like at no point was I like, ugh, I don't want this. I was so hungry. I'm like, screw sure. it. I'm just going to eat it. I'm not going to be a baby and take the slaw off in front of all my friends. <laughs> that was part of it, too. <laughs> and I took that first bite. I'm like, I'm give it a shot. I'm like, that was damn good. And I will get that again. So it's like my 2023 resolution, man. Just try it and see what happens. It hasn't served me wrong yet. So uh, the, okay. Ron- the, the uh, Ronto Roasters, uh, that was really good. Again, that's the so. Uh, is the this Ronto just a twenty twenty three thing that's uh, going into twenty twenty four? I'm going to keep it going. It hasn't served me okay. wrong, so I guess it's not a resolution so much as it's a uh, <laughs> as it's a new My way baby. of life. And then Rick, this okay. has you all over it, buddy. We went to Andy's okay. lunchbox as I try to okay. find the photo here. I'm scrolling through a million photos. Yeah, Andy's lunchbox. Now, once you go through. Uh, Batu, which is the planet you're on for Star Wars, you mm-hmm. get to the Toy Story Land. Is which that Bat is... Three? What? Yes, it's Bat Three. Is that Bat Three? Okay. Yes. Um, and the walk-up restaurant is literally Andy's lunchbox from Toy Story opened up, mm-hmm. and you order like inside of a lunchbox. Nice. And all That's the ta- cool. and the tables in the area are like Baby Bell cheeses. You know the red. Yes. So the whole idea of Toy Story Land is you are a toy. The entire mm-hmm. park is built with the perspective of you're a toy. So you're walking past like giant dominoes and tinker toys, and you are supposed to be the size of a toy. That's cool. Okay. So everything is oversized and it's awesome. So mm-hmm. this is the uh, Tots. 
with bacon, chili, yes, and cheese. Yes. <laughs> I thought you might like this one. <laughs> yes, that sounds fantastic. And it looks great because you can't even see the tots. Yes. No, they were buried. Um, oh, it's Woody's lunchbox. See, that's not movie accurate. It should be Andy's lunchbox. Woody doesn't have a lunchbox. That's stupid. I'm writing to Disney people and getting my money back. <laughs> it is the Tachos at Woody's lunchbox. Andy's the one with the... Never mind. Okay. Uh, potato barrels coated with beef and bean chili. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shredded cheese, our signature queso with tomatoes and corn chips, finished yep. with sour cream and a sprinkle of green onion. So, yeah, it's not yes. just uh, tots and bacon. It is also Fritos. Yes. I mean... <laughs> That's it. I'm good. You're good? Just get me a vat. Yep. <laughs> get me a vat of that, and I am set. I figured that that would be, of all the things I ate there, that that would be the one you like the most. Also, at Woody's Lunchbox, should be Andy's, they have their own Pop-Tarts. So there oh, is a, cool. a raspberry Pop-Tart with nice mm, little like yeah. candy bowls on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then they also had a chocolate one. With uh, marshmallows and sprinkles and all that stuff, and those were those were. They have the high end ones, Uh, the brown sugar cinnamon. Yes. No, you need a reservation for that place. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because brown sugar cinnamon, as Rick says, is the bougie pop tart. Yes. (laughs) It's my favorite take of yours in quite a long time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at this point, I just got to be committed. Yeah, I just have yeah. to lean in. Yeah. Uh, I should oh, also say, just generally, yeah. when you're mm-hmm. in a Disney park, mm-hmm. consume as many frozen Cokes as you can. Oh, yeah. Because you can find them, you know, every park's got at least one or two spots where you can get a frozen Coke. And I am strongly anti-paper straw. Oh, they're the worst. I hate them. I hate them. They're all over Disney. Mm-hmm. I think they're all over Disney to make you say, I don't want a straw. So you don't yeah. create more waste. But I will say, somehow, and maybe we have a physicist or something that can help us with this. Mm-hmm. Drinking a frozen Coke through a paper straw makes the frozen Coke more frothy. Is this possible? Is it is it because the, the straw is like disintegrating and like <laughs> becoming part of the Coke? It could be. Maybe I'm just inhaling uh, de- a deteriorated paper. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it comes through much more. I'm still would never use if I had the option of plastic versus paper. I'd use plastic every oh, time. Yes. Next time with Disney, I'm bringing my own straw. So we've there was a um, there's only a couple places that really rely on the paper straw. Noodles and Company is one of them. Oh, so that's that's a huge market. Fifty dollar pasta. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Also that. Uh, but in the like dollar section at Target, there have been like three packs of like glass straws for like, you know, three bucks. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, might as well just have those around the house and just be very careful with them. So it's not like mm, glass shards. <laughs> They're pretty sturdy. Yeah. But my whole thing about those and this is why I don't buy like Stanley water bottles. Mm-hmm. I always get freaked out by, like, food getting stuck in the straw. Yeah. Like, because Hope and Addy, they use those glass straws to make smoothies. I'm like, every time I do the dishes, okay. I take them out, and I'm like, there's still, like, residue in the straw. 
That grosses mm-hmm. me out. How do you do? Do you I clean mean, them? if it's a yeah, what do you use like a pipe yeah. cleaner or something? Yeah, if if needed, yeah, if needed, a pipe cleaner. Otherwise, just like yeah, pretty much pipe cleaner, right. like that, and then just like also trusting the uh, the dishwasher is going to do the trick, and then if there's more after the fact, then we'll take care of it after. All right, fair enough. Fine. I'll try a straw. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Next, we're going to move to Animal Kingdom. Uh, I'm not going to share a ton of pictures in this one because you know what uh, fries look like. Um, Yeah. But Mr. Kamal's. This is my PTSD place. Oh, really? Yes. Can we put a log on the fire for this one? I'd like to hear the story. Okay. (laughs) So I am there with people. Uh I'm there with my with. My niece, my ex, and my ex's sister. And mm. mind you, my niece is very young, like to the point where I know for a fact, even though they tried to tell me otherwise, she's not going to remember this trip. So somehow I think the kid was a vehicle for them to get to go to Disney. Anywho, mm. um, they the two sisters have been just bickering, 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 bickering at each other. Uh-huh. And I got so frustrated, like me, I got so frustrated that I grabbed my niece and said, we're going back to the room. Feel free to join us whenever and took the car. (laughs) For you to get that frustrated, it had to be awful. I, I was so done. I think probably because of just, I don't remember what day of the trip that was, but it was the whole drive down and that, and you know, and it's, I, and also in my head, because, and this is another, like very much because I'm me, I can't just let it out of my head that it's like, these two are claiming this is for her when it's clearly not, it's for them. Yeah. No, I understand that. It was very nice to have, first of all, it was very nice to fly. I used my, cause I, I've gotten a, like a Southwest rewards card and I just pay all my bills with it. Mm-hmm. And then once a year, I got enough for two flights. So we, all we had to nice. do was pay for Addy's ticket. Easy peasy. Um, mm-hmm. So that was that was very nice to fly. And to have yeah. the buffer of the other family. Mm-hmm. And for them, like, if any of us were annoying the others, we could just, like, yeah. whoop, come we over here in the party. Run and interference. Exactly. And it wasn't even that. It was just, like, let's just get away from the person currently annoying me, which sure. it was typically me annoying everyone. So, you know, everyone was party of six and then me over here. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, it is nice to have that. But, oh, my God, I couldn't imagine. Like, if I went to Disney with Hope and her sister, even now, mm-hmm. I would be jumping off bridges into Disney lakes and rivers. I'd be jumping off the safari into the lion, uh, into the lion's <laughs> den and just be like, yeah, take me. Yep. <laughs> Slathering yep. myself in gravy, like whatever it yep. takes, please. And I love, I've obviously loved my wife very much. And I love my mm-hmm. sister-in-law very much. Together, for an extended period of time, no thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Once again, why Brian and Sarah were so wonderful to travel with. Because mm-hmm. there was literally zero drama that was not caused by our daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, well, you know what? Screw it. She deserves it. Uh, my daughter, <laughs> Hope's daughter, we were yeah. sitting outside at a park. And mm-hmm. drinking frozen cokes, it's lovely out. Mm-hmm. My daughter, with the fat instincts of her father, sees popcorn on the bench. 
Oh, no. I'm going to ask you, Rick. Did she, A, brush the popcorn onto the ground, B, leave the popcorn where it was, or C, put the popcorn in her mouth? (laughs) It's definitely C. It was definitely C. Oh, God. (laughs) And I, she got, Hope was like, what are you doing? Like, Hope, like, was like, take it out spit it out like what are you doing and then she went into the i didn't do that i didn't do that and i hope like i saw you do it i just saw you pick it up put it in your mouth and spit it out so it's like go talk to your father so addie comes over to me i go why'd you do that and she goes i didn't i go addie we saw the curl enter and exit your mouth she goes Mm -hmm. i don't know i just saw it and ate it like i didn't even think about it (laughs) that's like yep I think the embarrassment of it was she's, what... She's your daughter. Oh, oh, my God. I don't know if I've eaten garbage food. I don't know if I've gotten that far. Um, but I think her, her instincts just took over, and she just... Yeah. I could... I'm, like, trying to put myself in her shoes. I think she just kind of mindlessly, like, saw popcorn, and, and then she's probably yep. like, did I just eat popcorn off? Yep. Yeah. Ugh. That's my kid. Very proud moment for me. Let me tell you. That's incredible. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, anyway, that was not the best thing we had. <laughs> Disney, that's for sure. All right, so uh, Animal Kingdom, quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Kamal's. It's a little walk-up place. All they have are seasoned fries and chicken dumplings. Both of them, Ooh. fantastic. So if you're ever at Animal Kingdom, do that. By the way, Everest... Mm-hmm. Has yeah. moved up my list of roller coasters like top five. That was awesome. That was super fittingly. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Nomad Lounge. We, me and Brian and Sarah and Hope, had cocktails and like they had like a bread service that was just incredible. Okay. The food at Nomad Lounge was great. Really nice atmosphere. Running right a river outside. The breeze is blowing. Wonderful cocktails. So if you're in Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom, make sure you hit up Mr. Kamal's and the Nomad Lounge. Uh, really good stuff. Uh, Magic Kingdom, very simple. Yeah. Uh, Casey's, which is like a little hot dog shop. We got yeah, the, general store. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is Casey, the baseball player. <laughs> Andy Garcia was not there. <laughs> Casey's is uh, right at the end of Main Street, where you like start mm-hmm. to see the castle. Right, if you're facing the castle yes. at the end of Main Street, right on your left, it's called Casey's. Um, corn dogs, delicious mini corn dogs. Got those, and then we ate at the Harbor House which is like traditional American food, kind of like you would find in like Boston, New Hampshire. I had fish and chips. It was very like American-y. It was good. It was fine. Okay. Uh, Hollywood. Did you say Boston, New Hampshire or Boston or New Hampshire? Boston or New Hampshire. Like, you know, East Coast. East Coast kind of food. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Boston, (laughs) comma, New Hampshire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Et cetera. Etc. Connecticut, yeah. I will throw in there as well. Okay, so the last thing is farts. Mm-hmm. The Festival of the Arts, which was great fun. So I'm just going to go through my pamphlets and tell you the things I ate. Okay. And nice. maybe I'll share some photos along the way as we go. But um, started in, let's see, what was it? We were started in Morocco, as one does. And we got the sure. chorizo and potato empanadas. 
Oh yeah, that that might be my number one thing. <laughs> All right, I have a picture of that for you, so I'll share oh. it with you. Don't let the sauce fool you, Rick. You would have liked this. There you go. That is with uh, turmeric aioli and annatto and aioli. I don't know what that is. All I can tell you is this was excellent. That was great. That 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 looks like a large empanada. It's pretty big. That is a um a dessert plate. Sure. So what, that's probably a little bit misleading. It wasn't that big, but, but still, it, like, it also wasn't dainty. Of, yeah. See, like when I think of empanadas, I don't necessarily think of them being even like half of a dessert plate. Yeah. It was, it was a big empanada, but not like that's not a calzone by any means. Yeah. Okay. So then from Morocco, we walked all the way to Medina at the Tangerine Cafe where we got grilled lamb kebabs which were great and they came with a chickpea salad with garlic aioli and stone baked moroccan bread with hummus tremula and jug dips i don't know all i know is they were damn good (laughs) then from morocco we went to japan took about 30 seconds i didn't get any of the food they had a wagyu bun a sushi donut and um, uh, a mochi, uh, and then a couple okay. cocktails. So I got my first cocktail. This is a they just call it the blueberry cocktail. Is nigori sake with sweet blueberry cream and yuzu. This was the best drink I had on the trip. Really? Unfortunately, it was tiny, tiny. It was it was very, very small. Um, they knew it would be the best drink on your trip. It was fantastic. It was so good. So uh, if you get there by the time Festival of Arts ends, which I think is middle of this month, um, check that out. Then we went to America from Japan. Okay. Addie got a funnel cake. That's my mm-hmm. kid. We all tore yes. it apart. Little fun fact. The more you try to clean funnel cake off of you, the worse it gets. It. Yes. <laughs> I literally reached into the fountain and got water to clean my shirt. That's how much <laughs> funnel cake powder I had on me. Um, nice. But my favorite thing at the Festival of the Arts, food-wise, was mm-hmm. the American Adventure duck and dumplings. It was smoked duck breast with ricotta dumplings. Okay. And baby vegetables with duck juice. Hmm. And then they had a hummingbird cake. You ever have hummingbird cake? No. Banana pecan cake dipped in cream cheese icing with caramel sauce and warm pineapple compote. Very good. Okay. All right. This one, I'm sharing a photo, not only because of the artistic quality, but because Rick, you and I are Italian. I'm Italian. I have some Italian yes. blood in me, 7%. Mm-hmm. Um, we traveled over to Italy, mm-hmm. and I got the mozzarella frita, which is what you would imagine, a big ball of fried mozzarella. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. But as you can see, very artistically, mm-hmm. Served on what looks like a paint palette. Yes. With all these different condiments. So there's like a pesto in there. There's a marinara style. Um, There was like, I don't know what the purpley one was. I couldn't make out exactly what it was, but it was good. There was like a garlic Mm -hmm. aioli. That is a big, that's like a burger sized uh, patty of cheese. Almost like the Kerger Burger, Sands Burger and Bread. I was just going to say. Yeah. But I would say probably a little bit thicker than the Kerger Burger. Okay. With an excellent crunch to it. Nice. So basically just a big puck of mozzarella cheese, deep fried 
with several different options. But I really love the presentation of this, like being the Festival of the Arts. Sure. That it's on this paint palette. That was a very, very nice touch. So I appreciated yeah, that's that. that's a good idea. And then I had uh, to drink the Italian margarita, with was, which was tequila and limoncello. Ooh. I wasn't sure how that was going to go together. Sure. It worked. <laughs> I promise nice. you. I promise yeah. you it worked. All right, I'm flipping through my book here. Uh, we tried the pork buns. These yeah. were from China. Trying to find the mm-hmm. picture of the pork buns. My pictures are all out of order. I tried to get them in order, and something happened where they all went out of order. Um, but this was like, so you've seen like a bow, like the kind of soft. Um, like you've seen, have you ever seen a bow? You ever have a bow, like a bow bun? Yeah, yeah. So I'm this is like a yeah. bow taco. Interesting. Again, with a, a a significant amount of like cabbage and onion in it. Actually, I think that's two mm-hmm. cabbages. That's red cabbage and regular cabbage. But then a ton of delicious pork. That was excellent. That was one of the favorites of the trip. Everybody loved that one. So. When I hear bow, all I ever think of is Rob Riggle and Step Brothers saying pow. Pow, pow. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I think of when I hear bow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we know that. Uh, All right. So then from China, I went over to Mexico, as Mm -hmm. one does. And I got the carne asada. Oh, that looks great. All right. Now, I'm not going to tell you Mm -hmm. what that is in the foreground. The uh, clearly toasted looking Mm -hmm. thing. I want you to guess what that is. I I have no idea. It's. It almost, okay, it could be like a bread or it could be like almost like a toasted custardy type thing. It is grilled queso fresco. (laughs) Yes. Oh. (laughs) Yes. So I might need a minute now. It's too nicely. It was not as rare as it's looking in the photo. um, Okay. But pretty rare uh, slices of carne asada. It had... um, the queso fresco, which I mentioned, nopales salad. Nopales is cactus, which is actually okay. really good in a salad. Uh, queso fresco foam and chicharron dust. This thing Ooh. was great. That was really Shout good. Out to Kevin Z pack. <laughs> and then I got the uh, <laughs> Ruby Delicioso. That's delicious in Spanish. Margarita, okay. which is tromba, blanco, tequila, la high, black currant, liquor, citrus, mint, spicy agave, and beet juice. That was almost like a wintry kind of a beverage nice it was good that was very good and then the other thing we had from uh epcot in the morning we went to uh france and we went to the patisserie in there and i got the quiche lorraine wait you did what the patisserie the bakery i'm just being an idiot yeah i know um and it was good and then i bought myself half a baguette (laughs) as one does and that was really really good too Okay, so, okay, I have to stop you for a second because right. this is something that I used to do that I think a lot of people think is weird. Just buying a piece of bread yes. just to have as a piece of bread. Yeah. It's okay. Like there were times where um I would go to I would go to the jewels and I would get like one of the uh Italian like loaves or a French loaf or whatever. Yeah. And use like half of it for a sandwich, like make a big old sandwich, and then like an hour or two later, be like, so I'll have like half of this thing. Kind of just going to munch on it. Yeah. And then just like break pieces off and, and, you know, 
it's like go to town on that who if dipping sure if you have something available but if not good bread is still just worth eating as good bread well i think too like when you're eating bread that is not um super pro like you're not like going to get a loaf of wonder bread right but if you're getting like toronto bread or fresh baked bread like i was getting from this bakery mm -hmm. it's it's different yeah you're not just in taking in a bunch of preservatives and stuff it's actually it's all very natural so yeah i just got a baguette i shared it with people but it was nice and hot mm -hmm. put some butter on it it was great I mean, people would shame you like, well, make a sandwich. Like, what's more food? Right. And more work. Right. It's less food to eat the sandwich. A um, couple other places I want to mention. I did, we did go to um, uh, San Angel San San Restaurant in Epcot. We went there last time too, got those ribeye tacos that were great. Uh, the tostadas de pollo, which were like tostadas with like melted cheese and chicken on them absolutely great nice and i got the el diablo margarita which was just amazing but i think rick i've covered everything now i'm going to go through my photos and make sure i didn't miss anything of course okay. by the way if you ever go to disney i already mentioned you have to get the uh frozen cokes that's yes. a must you also have to mm -hmm. get mickey waffles and i don't yeah. care how old you are i i don't care you know if you think you're too mature for Mickey waffles, Mickey waffles are the best waffles in the world. They're just crispy and soft and delicious. There's a plate of Mickey waffles with strawberries and whipped cream. If I saw Mickey waffles on the menu, I got them. We went out the last day to like a really nice yeah. breakfast. I'm like, yep, I'm getting mm -hmm. Mickey waffles. Don't even care. Not even yeah. embarrassed about it. They're nice. just delicious. Um, all right, going through. I did mention one last thing about Animal Kingdom. Sorry to trigger you again. Yes. At mm -hmm. the Nomad Lounge, they also had churros that were fantastic. They came with a strawberry dipping sauce and a vanilla dipping sauce. Um, it comes with five, but we I forgot to take a picture until four of them were eaten. Okay. <laughs> so there's okay. a solitary so churro. With, with churros, Yeah. do you prefer this setup where you have the churro and they're the dipping sauces? Or do you prefer, like when I think of them at a Sox game, when they come like stuffed? I don't really have a preference. I'll say if I can dip it myself, I get a little more variety. I don't have to make the commitment. Sure. I also think that sometimes with the stuffed, there's a large level of variance from churro mm -hmm. to churro. Whereas if I'm dipping it, I know pretty well, like it's going to be good. But I will say a perfect filled churro is superior to a perfect non-filled churro. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the, so, so the best filled churro so, is better than a plain churro. Yeah. So Jerry Angelo would say you prefer to go for the high floor versus the high ceiling. I would say so most often, but yeah. had those been filled, I would not have been mad about it. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Cause they were very good, but I just, you know, I, last time we went when it was just me hoping Addie, we did not have this focus on food and, and Brian and Sarah are, are very big at, um, you know, like the, the way they, and Hope and I are similar, but Brian and Sarah, to a different level, very much about food and drink and that sort of stuff. And to mm -hmm. be with them for this was very special because it kind of got our mindset from, like, just doing rides to experiencing yeah. some of the great food and being at the Festival of the Arts, farts, um, was also, like, a very cool opportunity to do it very easily. Um, yes. So if you are, like, a foodie, and I imagine a lot of people that listen to this are... Um, and you're looking for a Disney trip. I can't, I honestly can't recommend the week we went. It was perfect. The, the mm -hmm. parks were low. 
The food was great. It was just, it honestly could not have been a more perfect trip. It was, it was just great. And like, we had such luck with rides. We had very few weights. Um, we stayed at a deluxe resort because we had 30% off with our Disney plus membership. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we got to stay at the magic kingdom till 1am. Like we literally were the only people like we would look left and right and there'd be no one around us. We walked on to Haunted Mansion. We rode Big Thunder Mountain, and then we're like, can we just stay mm-hmm. on? And like, yeah, just go again. They didn't even make us get off the car. Oh, that's cool. That was awesome. Like, that's how empty the park was. Like, the Magic Kingdom. It was like it was almost like a, like a dream or like a zombie movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah, supposed exactly. to be here alone. Like, something bad's about to happen. It yeah. was amazing. And we're, we're walking out of the park and, like, get the best picture of the castle you're ever going to get because there's no one behind you. Sure. It was just, it was such a great trip, and... Like, I know a lot of people roll their eyes about Disney, but everything is so easy for you there. Mm -hmm. You know, I know it's a a lot of money to spend. Sure. But there's levels, right? Like, you could stay at a moderate resort or a a budget, and they're all very nice. Last time we stayed at a budget resort, and we're perfectly happy in there. The people there are incredibly helpful. We had another time where we got off uh, Guardians, which is like one of Guardians and Tron are the most like in-demand rides. They're the two newest okay. and the two best at Disney. So you have to like wake up at 6 in the morning and get in a virtual line and then arrive for your time. It's like a big deal to get on these rides. We got off Guardians. Brian was wearing a, he's a big F1 fan. So we had like yeah. an F1 hat on. And one of the workers was like, oh, you like F1? They started talking F1. And then mm-hmm. she also happened to have Taylor Swift bracelets on. So she started talking Taylor Swift with Addie and her friend. And she's like, hey, you guys want to ride again? We're like, yeah, sure. She's like, just go, go ahead, just go right in. We didn't have to wait in line. Oh, we got right cool. in, like through a lightning lane. Like, there's just so many magical things they do, and I know it's like it's kind of a hard, like, oh, this is what it costs. It's a lot, but just know when you go there, like everything is taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I don't know. I, I felt so at ease the whole time, and even though there's a lot of people, everyone there is happy. Everyone's there to help you. I didn't have one remotely unpleasant exchange. And when I say unpleasant, I mean less than pleasant. <laughs> like yeah. everyone there was happy to help all the time. The people that had to work there till one in the morning were like, what can I do for you? Is there anything you need? Like it was just, it's an unbelievable place. Um, you know, capitalism, all that stuff, say what you want, but yeah. they do a lovely job and uh, I couldn't have been happier with the trip and we're going to try to make it an annual thing. I don't know if we'll do it to this level every sure. year, but uh Boy, it was a lot of fun, and what a perfect week to be there. So um, whether you're flying or whether you're driving down to Disney, uh, Mm -hmm. you can do it and have a good time. But if you're driving, take your Mazda from Mazda of Orland Park, 8910 West 159th Street, MazdaofOrlandPark.com. I've got my 2015 CX-5, my 2022 CX-30, and boy, let me tell you, I love both of those cars very, very much. Uh, They are Not only are they wonderful vehicles, but the service at Mazda Roland Park is just incredible. Uh, so go check them out right now uh, at Mazda Roland Park, 8910 West 159th Street. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
All right, I wanted to uh, connect people mm-hmm. with uh, my friend Sarah, who does these these trips, uh, these Disney trips. If you want to find her on Facebook, that's probably the easiest way to do it. You can search Sarah Meeks, that's M-E-E-K-S, just add travel magic agent. Uh, her ad, her email is Sarah, with an H, at justaddmagictravel.com. Um, she is our best friend. She is the guide to all of our trips. And uh, without her help and without her being there with us, it would not have been as great as it was. So uh, if you're looking to plan a trip, Sarah is great at all these sort of planning things. She's a, an event planner, but she's recently taken into Disney planning, and she's just really great at it. So again, uh, it is Sarah at Just Add Magic Travel, and you can email her, Sarah at JustAddMagicTravel.com. Again, that's S-A-R-A-H at JustAddMagicTravel.com. And there's also a website, JustAddMagicTravel.com. So yeah, go to Disney and make sure when you do, if it's your first time or second time, uh, ask a pro like Sarah to get you squared away, and it will just make it so much more streamlined and enjoyable because you don't then you won't have to worry about planning everything. Everything will be done for you. Yeah, it's really great. And I like hearing about because you know, like I haven't had a well planned out Disney vacation because I went that one time most recently, and then I went in high school like for band in the summer, and it was yeah. honestly it was way too hot, but. All the food and the creativity that like you showed with a lot of the food is cool. And it also makes you think of Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, too. Yeah, because well, yeah, now that you're back here, you get back to some of the staples that have that creativity in their food, like uh, like Fredo's. Yeah, the I'm Fat Burger, the I'm Fat Pizza. I asked at every stand at Disney, like, do you have the I'm Fat Food? And they're like, no, that's only at Fredo's, dumbass. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. Um, mm. But I will say... The thing I missed the most when I got, like, as soon as we <laughs> hopes like we went out for dinner, I'm like, pizza. That's all. Yeah. Yes. That's all, that's all I wanted. And Fredo's, yep. trust us, they've got great pizza. Go visit them at 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. <laughs> Excuse me. Fredo'spizza.com. Fredo'sbakery.com. At Fredo's Pizza on Instagram. All right, people. It is February 4th. You've got mm. 10 days. Well, it's actually February 5th when you're listening to this. So, uh, you know, hurry up. Go to Fredo'sBakery.com and get those orders in for Valentine's Day. What are you waiting for? They've got the molasses cookies, the triple chocolate brownies, the double trouble cookies. Everything there is fantastic. And guess what? A lot of this stuff is selling out already. So you better get your ass to Fredo'sBakery.com and get those orders in before they're gone. Because guess what? This reminder right here is going to remind a lot of dudes that Valentine's yep. Day is very close. So get your orders in at Fredo'sBakery.com. And if you're just going for lunch at Fredo's Pizza, make sure you use a mobile order and use that code I'm fat, and you'll save 10% every time on your order. All right, Rick, we are getting to that time. I know you had one thing you wanted to get to. I know this was the show about me. I'm really sorry. No, um, it's good. But uh, do you want to get to this or do you want to save it? I'll save my stuff for next week. I've got, I had some fun adventures and, and now with like for some work stuff, I have trips that are going to be coming up in the next couple of months. So I'm going to get to go to a few different places. So no, this is your time to cook. Like you were, you were hot early. So I just kept passing you the ball. (laughs) And this this is a basketball reference, by the way. Oh, and uh, (laughs) so I just wanted to let you ISO. Yeah. Got it. I think I'm I think I'm with you. All right, so then yeah. that means it is time to ask the fats. 
Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a Fat Every Week is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy, and here he is once again with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week's available flavors are maple pepper, French toast, jardinera, applewood smoked bacon, Old Bay, beer, ranch, chorizo, rosemary, and jalapeno garlic, and coming soon, honey chipotle and Nashville hot. Bacon jams are the original in the bourbon. I'm making a new batch this week. What flavors should I make? Shoot me a DM. Let me know. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. All right, get in touch with Charlie. If you do have an idea, DM him at Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram or CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. You can also email him, Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. But if you want to peruse everything Charlie has to offer, charliethebaconguy.com is the place to go. That honey chipotle bacon sounds damn good right now. I can go over some of that. And the Nashville Hot's really good. Everything there is terrific. You can go back and look at the uh, bacon vault of all the flavors he's made in the past. And if you say, hey, that looks good, hit up Charlie. If you order enough of it, he'll make you your own special batch. Uh, again, just like we mentioned uh, Fredo's for uh, Valentine's Day, people love to get bacon as gifts. So Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, all coming up soon. You know you got birthdays, all those things too. Use bacon. You will win. You will have very happy recipients opening up their very fragrant packs of bacon for their special event. So again, go to charliethebaconguy.com and check out everything he has to offer there, including the great merch that is offered there. Really nice looking stuff. They've got the beanies and the hockey jerseys and t-shirts and everything there. Charlie's logo mm-hmm. is very cool and very simple. Yes. And someday people at Disney will, will abandon Mickey for Charlie the Bacon Guy merch. Why not? Yeah, we got to get a Charlie the Bacon Guy stand at Disney. What, yeah, that'd be... What park would he be in? I'm going to say Animal Kingdom. Yes. <laughs> he can just hop over a fence and grab a boar. You know, it's like throwing yeah. over his shoulders. <laughs> like, give me a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, right. That's great. <laughs> All right, we've got one oh. voicemail today. Uh, if you want to leave us one, the number is 708-858-3314. Hello, Fats. This is Adam calling from the wonderful state of Louisiana. Don't worry, I'm about as southern as Brian Kelly. However, I wanted to call and get you guys' thoughts on this. What is your litmus test for when you go to a new restaurant of a certain type? For example, when I go to a Mexican restaurant, I always get the carnitas. Bad carnitas tells me a lot about a bad restaurant. And likewise, the barbecue, I always go for the pulled pork if it's crappy pulled pork i want nothing to do with the place love what you guys do keep up the great work roll tide (laughs) rick i know you've got your your barbecue uh proven method so why don't you Mm -hmm. take this one first uh especially for barbecue it's the hot link because when you think about the hierarchy of meats at a barbecue place hot link is generally more of an afterthought i love a good hot link so if a place takes the time to have a good hot link the rest of the stuff that people crave more is going to be good. Like that's it's I I'm trying to think if I've had any time where I've had a good hot link and the rest of the place was very meh or a bad hot link and everything else was great. You know, that's I I love that. When you said that to me, I I was very like, that's actually a really great litmus test because you're right. Like, that is something that when you go to a barbecue place, you're usually people are either pulled pork or brisket, 
And yep. those things probably get the most attention, but it's very much like Van Halen with the brown M&Ms, right? Like, don't have yes. any brown M&Ms. That's not because they don't like brown M&Ms. It's to make sure you're paying attention to everything. And if you're paying exactly. as much attention to the less popular items as you are to the more, you know you've got a good place. My thing is, for me, Mexican food, just give me a steak taco. If your yes. steak taco is dry or bland, I'm done. I'm out. I don't need mm-hmm. to come back. Uh, for me, if you can't do a sausage pizza, I'm good. Mm-hmm. There are some people that have made a fortune going around sampling pizza places around the country and making videos about them and dragging them when that person only orders a cheese pizza. Yeah. Which is the worst way to judge a pizza place. What are you, six? Get a topping. Also a soul. Yes. Anyway, um, yeah, sausage pizza. And then for me, like for, like if it's a hot dog burger place, can you make a chicken tender? Yeah. Can you make a good chicken tender? I know that sounds Mm -hmm. stupid, but like, I've had a lot of really bad chicken tenders, and how does that happen? <laughs> like, yeah. Try your tendies before you serve them to the public. Yeah, exactly. Like, Or just don't have them on the menu. That's okay. Right. Did I mention a couple weeks ago uh, Shy Shack out there in, uh, I don't know, that would be Darien or wood, whatever that is, somewhere around there. They had great tenders. Okay. Right there by Hinsdale South High School. Shy Shack. It's been okay. there a long time. It's really good. Anyway, good tendies. All right, let's yes. go to the email section. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. All right, I will take the first one because I am addressed in it. Uh, this one comes from Bobby. It says, gents, love the show. Jay, about the Disney trip you mentioned in the last show, but I thought for sure you need to check out the spring roll stand at Magic Kingdom. Yes, I saw it. And it was early in the morning, and I'm like, I do not want a cheeseburger spring roll at 10 a.m., but I'm going to come back, and then when I went back, they were gone. So next time, I'll make a point of sucking it up and having a cheeseburger spring roll uh, <laughs> early in the morning. Uh, also says, go to Disney Springs, check out Gideon's Bakehouse. That's the cookie place I was talking to you about, Rick. Uh, Bobby says, 7 to 8 p.m. is the hot cookie hour. My wife and I time it out where we go in line at the right time and made it perfectly for that one hour, the cookies are served hot and fresh with ice cream on top. No words. It moved. I have many more thoughts on the food at Disney, but I'll leave it at those too. Yeah, I, I'm dying to try Gideon's. I just can't mm-hmm. give it the time commitment. I just can't. Maybe maybe next time, like, I'll just wait in line for the party or we just designate someone to wait in line for the party while people do other stuff. Right. But an hour is a long time, man. That's a long time to just stand in line for a cookie. Right. Even uh, if it is a fantastic cookie. Yeah. I mean, and again, Brian and Sarah have had it and swear by it. They say it's great, but mm-hmm. we just did not. I think Brian was a little irritated because I was feeling so bad. I had to go home. And he like yeah. he saw the Gideon's line was short. And I was like, I didn't say anything. I'm like, go ahead, wait. But they were rocking. I'm like, no, let's go. Jay's dying. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, next time. And then Bobby has a question. He says, I had taste for an Arby's roast beef the other day. I had been busy and wasn't getting lunch until about 1.45. I understand that it was a little after the typical lunch time, but my sandwich was not hot and just didn't taste anywhere close to the normal Arby's standard. It got me thinking. I would argue that the Roby, Arby's roast beef has the lowest of floors. When it's good, it's good, but when it's not, it's straight up bad. What food item has a shockingly low floor for you? Which one has a surprisingly high ceiling? Huh. Hmm trying to think like sometimes 
a bad chicken McNugget, it happens a mm-hmm. little more often than it should. Where it's like yeah. maybe a little bit chewy or they can be not great sometimes. But I will say like at the same time, a good chicken McNugget is great. But a bad chicken McNugget is pretty bad. Top of my head, that Let's would be see. it. Yeah, I'm trying to think like fast food wise. Here's one because I have a higher thought on them than most. And I feel like it's gotten more consistent. But when you would have a bad Burger King fry. Yeah. Like because they're bigger, like and they like just if it's not cooked all the way. Then you get that real like solid center. Yeah. It's not good. But to me, when Burger King fries are done well, like they have one of the highest, they have a higher ceiling because of whatever seasoning they put on there. It's not just salt. And I think that adds to the Burger King fry experience. How about one? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, so that's prop. That's what at least pops into my head first. How about something with a surprisingly high ceiling? I don't know. My thought would be like the Wendy's chicken sandwich, the spicy chicken sandwich can be like one of the best things you've ever had. Yeah. But I don't know if that's unexpected, you know, maybe a little more unexpected now just because everybody else is in the, you know, chicken sandwich game. Yeah. It's just kind of like the OG that's there and you're just like, oh, yeah, but of course. But then when people have it, it's like, man, I haven't had that for a while, but. It's still really good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to noodle that one for a while and get back to you on it. But yeah. to, to top of my head, okay. those are the I'm, ones that I thought of. Yes. I'm sure as soon as I hit the uh, stop button, I'll think of six more things. Absolutely. That's always how it happens. <laughs> Let's see. Fast food, low floor, high ceiling. Written down to think about this week. Okay. Go. Next one's from Frank the Tank. Dear Fats. I went to have some pizza with my normie friend who introduced me to the pod. He drove he drove from Highland Park and I came from the South Loop to Vito and Nick's, which brings me to the question, when's the pizza tour coming? Yeah, that's going to be probably in the spring or summer when um, my work schedule has a little more consistency on weekends. I don't think it makes mm-hmm. sense to do that like on a Tuesday afternoon. No. <laughs> so it would be, be a Saturday or a Sunday. But yeah, it's coming. And I think we're going to do two. We'll probably do a north side and a south side pizza tour. You know, we'll be stopping at uh, Los Angeles, of course. Mm-hmm. And then there's really no reason to leave. But we'll probably go to Vito and Nick's. Uh, maybe hit up Phil's in Bridgeport. People love Phil's in Bridgeport, too. So, and then Northside, yeah. maybe we'll do Pequod's, maybe a couple others. Mm-hmm. Uh, D'Agostino's is one of my favorite thing crusts. So, yeah, we'll make a little pizza tour. It's coming. It's coming, but we got to get a little more consistency to our schedule and a little more weather certainty um, yeah. if we're going to be all touring around in a bus or something. So yeah, well, don't yeah, worry. Exactly. It's coming. We're working on it, but, uh, it, it is coming promise. That's for sure. And then I got one more. I'll read to you, Rick. This is from Dave. Okay. He says, Rick, I had intended to send this weeks ago, but I'm lazy and forgot. Wanted to let you guys know that Sam was excellent on the podcast. Those few weeks when Jay was out, she seemed very comfortable, knew her stuff and just had a fun personality. Well, I'd rather tune into Jay on the show. Damn right. Take that, Sam. Sam was a fun alternative. <laughs> Please send along my feedback to Sam. She was great. That's from Dave. And probably would make a better Disney companion than others. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very factual. Very factual on that. I will let her know. Thank you, Dave. Uh, was, uh, yeah, was, that was, your, was your huh. significant other a pin trader? 
was. Okay. Just my Addie's super into it. She is. loves it. But we okay. saw we saw some adults that were um, a little too mm-hmm. mm, into it. Not so much into it because there's one guy we met at uh, Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. in the Frontierland that his name was Tony and he was great, super nice, super nice to the kids. But then there was like a lady next to him that was like, "I don't want those." Like, okay, she's eight. This kid with us is eight. Can you be nice to her? Maybe. Yeah. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sam was great. I agree. Yes. Had a lot of fun. Yes. All right. You wanted to read a, okay. a five-star review. And if you don't know, last month, Jason from Oshkosh won a Charlie the Bacon Guy prize back because he suggested we make an I'm Fat Podcast Waffle House shirt, which we did, which I'm wearing, which you can see on YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. I got it in brown. You can get it any color you want. Uh, this month, if you leave us a five-star review and leave a funny five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, we're going to read them, and we're going to pick the best one of the month, and you are going to win a Charlie the Bacon Guy prize pack. So we have our first entry. Okay. I can't read this necessarily as I would like because I'm pretty sure I would break into a coughing fit. But it starts with, in parentheses, <laughs> 80s movie preview voice. Okay. In a world where AI is taking over, World War III is on the horizon, and t- and what? To pay's baby hands, ego is stealing all the. He- oh yeah, to- yeah. There we go. Reading's a skill. To pay's baby hands, ego is stealing all the helium. One podcast makes sure that you remember the basics. The I'm Fat podcast, food and farts. These two things remind <laughs> us of what to be happy about. These two things make us smile to no end, even when the world is going down faster than eating one of Charlie's legendary bacon creations. And for that, I'm always grateful that it is Monday. For one full hour, I forget my woes and imagine visiting all the places on the fat map. Oh, sweet cream. Careful. But despite all that (laughs) happening in the world, I do have a question of utter important if utter importance and seriousness of thought provoking enigmas and mind bending commentaries that will be without end. My question is rank these in fat social order from highest being one and lowest being five. This is from CB. All right. The belly bounce, the belly contest, and all you can eat pizza buffet driving with your gut and the nacho eating fat guy. All right. I'm going all you can eat pizza first. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going uh, the belly bounce too, because I do enjoy it. Yes. Uh, number three was what was a belly? What was the second belly one? Contest. Yes. The belly contest. Uh, driving with your gut. I get a little worried about that. And I'm going to give sure. Nacho Guy five because it's not me. Mm. I agree with the pizza buffet. <clears throat> Pizza Buffet won. I feel like Belly Bounce 2, Driving With Your Gut 3, because if people trust themselves enough to do it, that means that they have a skill that I do not possess. Okay. And I I appreciate that. Nacho Eating Fat Guy 4 and the Belly Contest 5, because we're just being exploited at that point. That's right. You're right. We're just being objectified for our fatness. Exactly. Good point. I'm changing my vote, too. Okay. All right. Let's wrap it up. It was a nice, long episode. Uh, yes. <laughs> wow. I cannot stop coughing. This is really annoying. But thanks, everybody, for your patience with my long-ass stories about everything I ate. Again, 
this is a really good YouTube episode. <laughs> like if you want to, yes. if you're, if you're finally waiting to check it out on YouTube, go to youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast. It'll be available on Tuesday. You'll be able to see all the photos I took of all the great food I ate. So check it out. But I hope it held up audio wise too. I, I hope I did a good job of describing everything. I think you did. Follow us on all our social media at I'm fat pod. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. Check out the voicemail as well, 708-858-3314. Leave your reactions, questions, all that stuff. Patreon and Spotify, if you so choose. I'mFatMerch.com. Get you that Waffle House shirt. It looks awesome. I think the brown is the right color. So Jay's now doing, if you're on the YouTubes, he is uh, just going through, just rifling through all the pictures. It's like when Murph's show ended and he just fired all the drops. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that, but that's what this is. YouTube.com slash I'm fat podcast. Subscribe, like each video. And if you can, you know, give us the view. Or if you'd rather just listen, hit the mute, throw it on a tab. You're not going to click on and let that roll to help us out in terms of uh, time spent watching or listening or whatever. Then subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed. And then leave us the old five-star rating and review for the chance to win the prize pack. So for Jay, who is still very full, I'm Rick, mostly full. And this is the I'm Fat Podcast.